Welcome to VegHead Speaks. This is Robin Wong. Uh, if you're new to, to VegHead Speaks, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for supporting my podcast and listening. I hope you're finding it useful. Uh, I, I must admit, it's a little hard sometimes to get behind the microphone on my own. I certainly enjoy doing interviews and uh, a group dynamic a little more than just uh, here with me rambling on and on and on. So today's topic, I thought I'd keep kind of short. Um, it and, and it comes to me because or come came to me to bring to you because I got a text from a friend of mine and they were just mulling this over, I guess, as they were driving their tractor. I don't know. I, I grew up in a very rural area, so I have a lot of longtime friends that are uh, farmers. And uh, they have a lot of time as they're preparing the fields for their crops. And it could be a lonely existence, so you have time to think. But uh, this topic was, or the question was, if you're vegan, eating a vegan diet, can you still have high cholesterol? And you know, I got thinking about it and I was like, well, no. Uh, but then I was like, well, you know, are there situations that um, could warrant a high cholesterol? And and so if this person had this question, I thought other people might as well. And so I, I thought I might address it. Um, so kind of this is the, the watered down version of cholesterol. Of course, if you get cholesterol numbers and they're high, you should definitely see a physician. I'm not a physician. I'm a um, soon-to-be registered dietitian. And, uh, you know, cholesterol is one of those um, uh, health issues that if you have high cholesterol, that's where the statins come in. And there's a whole different, there's a whole bunch of different types that can work on different processes in your body to lower your cholesterol. And, uh, and so I would urge you to certainly seek out um, a qualified doctor to address that because getting your your LDL, your your low density lipoproteins, is what it stands for. And as we learn in school, we call it the lousy guy, the LDL, because it's it's it along with it as the numbers rise, your your um, health risk um, increases because LDLs tend to be um, in what sticks into your arteries and kind of causes the hardening of the arteries um, and leads to heart disease. Uh, and you also have something called HDL, which is high density lipoprotein. And those are the good guys. And they actually carry away the, 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 the LDLs. Okay. So the more HDL you have, the better. And so there was some research uh, saying, well, if you only have, if you have really high HDLs, you don't need to worry about your LDL, but um, that that's really not true. And they were looking at new ways to uh, get more effective drugs. And the idea of raising your HDL uh, through medicine might be an avenue. But what they have found is that, no, you really, you need to lower that HD, that, that I'm sorry, that LDL. So even if you have high HDL, you know, have the, the higher levels of the high um, density lipoprotein, the HDL, that's great. I mean, uh, you want it, to be, uh, you know, 60 plus it's, it's like, it's measured in, um, milligrams over deciliter. And if it's 16 above, that's, that's really great. If it's less than 40, it, that's a risk factor. Um, low HDL is a risk factor, but, um, the higher you have it, the better, but more importantly, it's about your LDL. And, um, and so those numbers, just so we have a, a guideline, uh, 
you know, your total cholesterol, that's your LDL and your um, HDL, you want it to be uh, less than 200 milligrams per deciliter. So you'll hear a lot of numbers bandied around and, you know, oh, my cholesterol is this and my cholesterol is that. And, and each person, it's a very individual thing. And we do know that um, diet uh, leads to, you know, can contribute to high cholesterol levels because you're eating dietary cholesterol. And um, so anyway, so you want it to, the total cholesterol of the two together to be less than 200. If it's 200 to 239 um, milligrams per deciliter, you're considered borderline high. And then if it's uh, above 240, uh, 240 and above, it's um, high. And so when you break it out, when you take your HDL out of it, you should actually, your LDL should be less than 100. So let's say you have, you know, eight LDLs at 100 and your, your optimal HDL is, you know, let's say it's, it's 80, it's above that 60 number, that would still give you 180, right? So it'd be your overall total cholesterol would be um, less than 200. So that's where that kind of comes from. So remember, your LDL number is kind of the number you want to lower. And so how do you do that? Um, so cholesterol is, and it brings me back to this question of my friend uh, who was wondering about eating a vegan diet. I mean, he, they speculated that maybe if the numbers were high and you're vegan, that it's from all the oils. Well, um, cholesterol comes from animal proteins or animal foods, okay? Um, animals. Uh, whether they be human animals or, you know, pigs, cows, sheep, um, goats, you know, animal animals. Uh, I'm thinking of animals that we eat. Um, they, their body makes cholesterol because your body uses it, right? It, it, it um, uses it for a variety of things. Uh, cholesterol is needed um, for a lot of body functions. So your liver makes it. I mean, in the human body, your liver makes it, and it makes pretty much what you need. Um, but if if you're then eating uh, animals, which eating the um, a Western diet you do, or you're eating cheese or milk, uh, those all those things because they're animal products um, have cholesterol in them. So that becomes your dietary cholesterol foods that you eat that also contribute to your cholesterol level. So that's sometimes why you'll see, um, you know, the higher levels because people eat a lot of that. So if you're vegan and you have high cholesterol, so I had to kind of think about this. I'm like, well, if you're truly eating no animal um, foods at all and you're not getting cholesterol from a dietary source, uh, I, I read there is some research that shows that um, uh, tropical oils like coconut oil or palm oil we know coconut oil is a saturated fat. It is a plant food, but it's a saturated fat, primarily saturated fat. Um, they can actually stimulate your liver to make more cholesterol. So um, that might be a cause. And, and I don't, the, the research wasn't a, a ton of research on it. So I'm not saying how great it is, but that just, I would look at that. That's, I mean, if it were me, I'd be going, okay, my cholesterol is high and I'm not eating any, where's it coming from? So I'd look at that. Um, they do know that typically men have higher cholesterol until women and women don't because they're protected by um, estrogen. But as soon as they hit menopause, their cholesterol levels will go up. And that's kind of where the rise in heart disease also comes up for women. So um, 
they're not immune to it. So, uh, so you might look at that. Maybe your cholesterol is slightly higher than it used to be, and maybe that's where you are in your life in your your postmenopausal. So I would look at that. Um, and then overall, I would just say, you know, if it's not in your diet, there is some people um, genetically uh, they have um, high cholesterol. And it's either their liver overproduces it or their cholesterol clearing systems um, don't work as well or as effectively or something. Because it's, it's a pretty complicated process, um, what happens in your body as far as how it breaks your cholesterol down. It carries it out of the body and something gets carried back to your liver for recycling. And it's um, if you're ever really interested, it's, it's pretty interesting um, to read about it and learn about it. But, uh, so that, that might be, there might be something in that process that isn't working, um, well enough to keep the cholesterol levels down. Um, and so that's the only way I could explain if, if you're truly not eating any dietary cholesterol, uh, like eating a plant-based diet and still having cholesterol, that might, that might be why. So that was the question I had um, from a friend, and I thought I would bring you that information because maybe it would help you. Um, you know, you'll see a lot of people that will have high cholesterol, and and they'll say, or you'll see them. This is this is the most recent one. You'll see them eating bacon, and they'll say, "Oh, my cholesterol is is really great," and and then as you progress in the conversation, you realize that. Well, it's great because they're they're on statins, okay, which is artificially lowering their cholesterol, and you know, which I think they think allows them to eat the, the bacon, and that's their choice if they choose to. But you know, anytime you take a drug um, like a statin or any other drug, there's typically some side effects. So um, that's something to consider rather than going that down that road. And I guess it's, it's a risk versus benefit thing. I mean if you just really can't alter your diet to eliminate the dietary cholesterol and you want to l lower your risk of heart disease, then a statin is, is certainly necessary. And that's a decision you'd have to make with your doctors. Um, but I, I think giving a, a, a dietary um, intervention a chance is a reasonable um, alternative. And it's certainly doable. I think I think what's so cool about the whole cholesterol um, is that you can see really uh, quick results in in altering your diet. I mean, I hear I go to some of these seminars and I hear these success stories of people that you know were like, "Oh, my cholesterol was you know so high," and I started a plant based diet, and within a few weeks, my numbers had dropped like significantly. And you're just like, "Wow, that is like crazy." And, um, and along the way, they've lost some weight and, and their blood pressures come down and all these other health things that play into uh, poor health. Another thing about cholesterol is it's certainly a diet and lifestyle um, problem. So yes, diet can make a big difference, but so can exercising. And, um, you know, exercise is, uh, is in conjunction with a healthy diet is such a positive thing. Um, and so to try to remember that rather than get focused on one thing and just going all out, try to make it multifaceted where you're 
making better choices in many aspects of your life, better dietary choices, better, better lifestyle choices, um, moving a little bit more than you normally would, lowering your stress. If you smoke, stop smoking. If you drink, cut back or stop if, if you can. Um, it's, it's multifaceted. And, um, you know, so I'd encourage you just to do what you can and um, see what those numbers do. And so, uh, so that that's it. Uh, to answer that question, uh, that was from my friend. Uh, hopefully that'll answer it and hopefully that information is helpful for you. D- just so you know, there's some great information. Um, you know, the internet's so wonderful um, if you find the right websites. And typically, um, like I went to the uh, American Heart Association website on cholesterol and and, you know, they have um, all the numbers and where you should be, and, and uh, it's a great resource. Now, I noticed when they talk about the foods you should be eating, they did list fruits, vegetables, and whole grains first, and they went on to list low-fat dairy, lean meats, and, and that sort of thing. And, and it was kind of odd. They talked about omega-3s, and then they had you click on a link that took you to um, took you to a... a Amazon that gave you a list of supplements. Okay. So, and there's, which is a little just disheartening because you can certainly get your omega, your omegas through diet choices. Uh, the supplements probably the easiest and I'm not sure how necessary it is when you're worried about your cholesterol. Um, because if you're doing fish, then it's, you're getting cholesterol, right? Maybe not. So fish oil may not be the best choice, but, um, you can certainly get some vegan or plant-based omega, um, omegas if you if you need to and uh but they're also uh you know uh, in flaxseed and and other um and walnuts and other stuff like that so um you might need to research that a little bit more and see what works for your diet but so that known you know get go get your your cholesterol checked out. It's an easy blood test. It's a great um, number to know um, if you're starting on the plant-based diet. I mean, all the people, plant-based people, go get it checked before you start because then you can see how far you've come. They, people love seeing results, right? Uh, and uh, so that's that's great advice. I just heard that at a conference. It's like, oh, don't, you just started, go get your numbers checked um, and then compare. But, uh, you know, certainly knowing what your benchmark is, is, is a great idea. And just knowing what your risk factors are. And then if they're high, then you can use that as motivation. And as they come down, you can, you can use that as motiva- motivation for sticking with it. So as always, thanks for listening. And I hope uh, this was informative. And if you have questions, certainly um, email me at uh, robin at vegheadspeaks.com. Uh, gets to me and or Facebook, uh, Veghead Speaks, and you can follow me on Instagram. And my website is veghead-speaks.com. And I would love to hear from you and keep doing your best. That's all you can do. Every meal is an opportunity to do better. And um, you just look at it that way because your health is worth it. Um, and having a long uh, active life the way you want it to be is is really what what I strive for and I I I want for you so uh, good luck with it and until next time signing out thank you